Hello, my name's Tracy Finlay. Welcome to EQ Your Business. In this series, I'll take you on a journey where you, your customers, your people and your business can get great results by making some simple changes in perspective. Through clever use of emotional intelligence, it's possible to change behaviours, get the results you want and overcome the frustrations that so many people feel when dealing with customers and staff. It's all about the win-win. Understanding how to build great customer experiences for your business can often be confusing and frustrating. This leaves many businesses either not knowing where to start or even worse, resorting to copying what their competition is doing. But the answer doesn't lie in what you should do, it's in why you should do it. Understanding what makes customers tick is the key that's helping businesses intuitively know what works when they're interacting with their customers. This means that when it comes to designing their customer experiences, they're set for good. The solution lies in knowing what customers really want, not the two-dimensional products and service needs. This is the stuff that appears when you lift the bonnet and see what's really going on, the emotional needs. There's so much I can talk to you about with regards to the emotional needs of the customers because this is what simplifies everything, believe it or not, and this is what you really need to appeal to. So I've developed a customer needs model that unlocks this understanding. It gives businesses the tools to just know what to say and do at every point in their customer journey. It's called the customer right now needs model. And it covers three core customer needs. Do I like and trust you? Do I matter to you? And will you make my life better? I've covered the first two needs in previous episodes. This episode covers the third of these customer needs. Will you make my life better? Now, the first two needs really nail how to engage. This one finally drives the outcome of what you deliver. Regardless of where your customers are in their journey with you, what they fundamentally want is for you to make their lives better. So what do I mean by that? Well, making your customers' lives better can be broken down into two core components. My life will be better if you give me this, that's linked to self-esteem, or my life will be better if you stop this, that's linked to worry, doubt, or inconvenience. Now, central to my model is the fact that 95% of our thoughts and feelings are driven by the subconscious, and the subconscious is driven by emotions. Businesses need to consider what emotional needs they are satisfying for their customers. So how are you making your customers' lives better? Now, I'm going to give you a couple of examples of how this works so that you can understand how you should be approaching this. One is a small bar 
and the other is a large online bank. Doing it this way means that you can see that regardless of the size or nature of the business, the principles are the same. So let's start with the small bar. So if they want to give self-esteem to their customers, they would come up with things like a warm welcome from staff, remembering customers' favourite drink, always giving eye contact and a smile, making sure the bar, tables, glasses, toilets, what have you, are all constantly clean and well cared for, and creating a well thought through environment with a clear personality. So that will help their customers get that self-esteem. And so if the bar wanted to do the other side of making their customers' lives better, the uh, removing worry, doubt or inconvenience, they may do things like making it easy to order a drink, letting them know that they're next to be served, making it clear what products are available, creating clear signs to toilets or providing enough seating. So if you then look at a bank, if they're looking to give customers self-esteem, with their needs, they would do things like delivering a totally frictionless online journey, providing customer-facing staff who are engaging, a cultural fit, and easy to understand, communicating in a familiar, friendly, and easy to understand way across the customer journey, or maximizing personalization. Conversely, when they're looking at removing worry, doubt, or inconvenience, they would do things like apply user experience tools to eliminate common sticking points in the customer journey. They would make all customer service as quick and efficient as possible. They would be continually identifying common queries and complaints and eliminating them. They would be really clear about when customers need reassurance and then delivering it. All sorts of things like that would come up in a brainstorming session that's based on this right now need, how do I make my customer's life better? So regardless of the size of the business, regardless of the industry, if you focus on the customer's emotional needs, you will intuitively know how to engage them. So one of my favorite things that I do with my clients is my customer experience transformation workshops. They're great fun. They deliver amazing insights in just a few hours. So it's a really cost-effective thing to do. And everyone gets involved and behind the results. Now I'm on a mission to transform the customer experience landscape. I see so many businesses get their customer experience wrong. So regardless of whether or not I'm called in to transform the way a business and their people engage their customers, I'm still keen to share my insights into how I deliver my favorite workshop. So here's a quick rundown of how to deliver a really powerful customer experience transformation workshop. Something that'll result in a really strong roadmap of changes that you need to get your customer engagement on point. So first thing I do is gather key people. And when I say key people, that's at least 80% of these must be frontline customer facing people. Ideally, take them off site so that their heads are away from the business. Start the workshop with only thoughts of the customer. Don't discuss your goals. Don't discuss your mission, your financial results and targets. Remember at this point, it's not about your business. 
break down your customer journey into key touch points, for example, marketing, point of sale, follow-up delivery, and customer service. Take each customer touch point individually and apply each right now need. Do I like and trust you? Do I matter to you? And will you make my life better? Broken down into their components. And this must be carried out 100% from the perspective of the customer. The subconscious, emotional, right now needs. To really get the meaty stuff out, I often encourage customer facing people to talk about what really annoys them about customers in these sessions. Now, this sounds counterintuitive. And I remember talking once to someone senior at Amazon who looked mildly horrified at this. But the fact is, customer facing staff do get annoyed about customers' repeated mistakes. And to get this out just gives you some fantastic material with which to review and change your customer journey. If you simply brainstorm ideas, this stuff often won't come out because so many customer-facing staff feel uncomfortable about talking about the things that annoy them especially if there are some senior people present, they all think, oh, I won't mention that, but customers really are annoying. But if you ask them what's annoying about customers, and maybe you can give some examples of what might sound like, then they are off. They will really go into, oh my God, yes, they're always doing that. They're always asking that same question. But the important thing here is that you then go on to discuss the fact that repeated mistakes that customers make is 100% the fault of the business. There's something that the business is doing that's causing a repeated pattern in customers, a pattern of behavior that's not good for the customers. Trust me, customers will hate it. Um, and it's also not good for the business. This whole session changes opinions from those very same staff about customers and the perspective moves on to, that's our fault. How do we fix it? And that's an ongoing thing. When I've done these sessions and I'm sitting with the staff, they will often come up to me and say, I've seen this new pattern. Customers keep on doing this thing. How can we change it? So that's a fantastic discussion to have in those sessions. Never stop identifying those repeating patterns and then making changes to stop them. Okay, next you capture everyone's ideas and suggestions of all the ideal experiences, all of them. Um, don't question anything at this point, ignore the how. This part of the workshop is all about an explosion of ideas. This should give you a huge amount of information about what's great and what's not so great about your current customer experience. Now you have something to work from with regards to a roadmap of changes. I love doing these workshops, partly because they're full of customer facing people and I love customer facing people. If you can make these workshops fun, if you can remove boundaries and if you can bring out the emotion in your people, the absolute goldmine of information you'll get is priceless. Trust me, I've done it so many times now and I love them. This comes with a huge warning, though. The involvement of the customer facing staff can't stop there. 
And it's often the temptation in many businesses to get key people, the coaches, managers, HR, or a bunch of separate people to carry it through to fruition. Whatever you do, you must keep your customer-facing people involved throughout the development and delivery of the final solution. If you just take their ideas and present them with your solutions, you'll lose some of the backing and buy-in. And that, that's just tragic. Check back with them throughout. Keep them involved. If you're a small business, it's easy. If you're a large international multi-site organisation, it's also easy. There's a whole bunch of collaboration software that will keep everyone involved and updated really, really easily. Do this well. And not only will you have happy customers, but you'll also have happy staff who feel valued and involved in the outcome. And of course, your bottom line will see some great results when you implement your new approach. It's all about the win-win. Until next time, I'm Tracy Finley. <laughs>